This call is being recorded. All right, team. Thank you for uh, jumping on the call this uh, Monday morning. I appreciate it. This week, 12 years ago, February 2008, I woke up on a Tuesday morning to the heavy weight and realization that I was in for the financial fight of my life. Tears on the pillow, adrenaline pumping through my body, I rolled over to check the time. It was 3.30 a.m. I couldn't be any more awake. I forced myself to go back to sleep until the alarm went off at 6 a.m., but today there was no chance of that happening. I gave up. It felt worse laying there, so I quietly got up, went downstairs, and started to ponder the new normal. This market was not getting any better anytime soon, and I knew it. The denial was over. I didn't know it at the time, but I had, I had just had my real estate heart attack. The news kept getting worse. After the, credits after the credit market seized in August of 2007, home sales plummeted. My business was 90% new construction, and the banks started pulling construction loans and credit lines of my developers. They went into CYA mode and were forced to start working with the banks to, to take drastic measures to unload their product, many defaulting on their loans. In January of that year, sales had dropped to a 10-year low. The Fed was doing anything they could do to drive liquidity into the system, hoping to lower the conforming 30-year fix to below the 6% rate that it was priced at the time. They hoped to revive the real estate market, but it was too late. Many homeowners were stuck in adjustable rate, interest-only interest mortgages that started to adjust. They couldn't sell their homes because they owed more on the home than it was worth. Banks started to fail. The public narrative was circle the wagons, stop spending any money, stay in, walk away. Buyers did not want to buy, or buy. sellers were in denial, and the housing market was in free fall. Real estate agents were the least popular people at any cocktail party. I was, like many, in an extremely difficult situation. The 17 new construction projects I had slated to, to deliver for 2008 to 2010 st stalled. I saw 1.5 million in commissions evaporate in 90 days in the fall of 2007. I personally was involved in an eight unit project. My partners stopped paying their portion of the load. That morning, once downstairs, I prepared myself a pot of coffee and I started to think. I was in DEFCON 5 self-evaluation mode. Do I get out of the business? Do I look for another career? 2.6 million jobs were lost in 2008, so I knew that moving into a different career was not happening. I knew that I had to make my real estate career work for me and my family. I was out of options, and the options were not easy. I was married with two little girls under the age of six, and I was standing in a home that we didn't need with a, tu with a tuition bill on the counter. I had dug a massive hole 
for myself, and it was going to take extreme measures to climb out of this mess I had created. That morning was my real estate heart attack. I, real, I realized that the only person that was going to get me out of this mess was me. It was me versus me. I had always, had always been a problem solver, but this problem was different. It was out of my league. The decision was made, but my comeback had one massive hurdle. I didn't know the how. Later that morning, I scheduled a lunch with a good friend who was a successful broker and somebody I respected in a really big way. I had one simple question, or maybe it was closer to throwing out a lifeline. What should I be doing with my business right now? I said, the market is tanking. What should I do? Jim, you need to work your SOI. Your clients need you right now more than ever. With that one phrase, the journey began. I was given one simple clue. Leaving that meeting, not knowing what SOI meant, I rushed home, logged in, clicked on my new best friend, Google, typed in SOI real estate, and pages and pages and pages of content came up. I learned quickly that SOI meant sphere of influence. In those hours following, it became clearer and clearer that as a real estate broker, I was a neophyte. I was angry with myself, disappointed, bitter, and disgusted that I hadn't done this work previously. Database? Really? That simple? 33 touch? Over the previous seven years, having sold over 200 million in new construction, I had never logged a name, an email address, or a cell phone number. Who does that? I became obsessed. I, I started consuming content, trying new things. I developed an archaic database. It's called a tickler filing system. Google that word. Started with 11 people that knew me, liked me, and trusted me. Reach out, Jim. Reconnect. It was me versus me. I started doing open houses and did any rental I could, I could do to develop relationships. Needed to pay the bills. The database started to grow. I started having some success. I became obsessed, working 14 and 15 hours a day, seven days a week, learning my craft and building my business. I started showing up with intention. It was me versus me. The blinders were on. I turned off the news. I didn't worry what other brokers were doing. The negativity was palpable. I had my own problems. It was me versus me. I discovered in December of 2009 the concept of mindset, the law of attraction. I created my own mantra to keep my mental game intact. I said it to myself multiple times throughout the day. I'm so happy and grateful that money, success, and introductions flow to me in ever-increasing quantities from a myriad of different sources for the betterment of all those involved. 
My life is perfect. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. Saying that to myself was like I was self-medicating. And I must have said it to myself a thousand of time, thousands of times over the years. I knew I had to keep my frequency as high as possible if I had any chance of getting out of this mess. It was me versus me. My results, my, uh, my results increased as a result. By 2011, I was number three at Jameson, and I was asked by Chris Fear to share my thoughts and ideas with other brokers. I taught my first class in September of 2011 with an iPad in my hand. I went over my notes. Agents were patient with me as I was on stage, on a stage that I'd never been on. Those who attended started to see results. I taught another, two, and taught another class and then another class and another class. And I found another obsession, helping others dig out of their own pit. It was me versus me. In 2013, my business had doubled four times in five years to 37 million. The success put me in a position where I was forced to make another decision. Do I continue my trajectory as a broker or do I join our executive team as a managing broker? What was the stronger pull? Where was I most skilled? Am I a better broker or a better manager coach? Where can I have the most impact, I ask myself. Having never been mentored, being 100% self-taught, I, I saw a huge need for leadership in our industry. I jumped on the chance and joined Chris and Mike after their multiple attempts to get me on board. My me versus me added another element. You versus you. I was told to help others find their real motivation to be the best version of themselves and avoid their own real estate heart attack. So my question for you today is do you have your blinders on? Is your competition yourself or are you more focused on your surroundings? Are you surrounded by the right people? Is it you versus you? Or are you wallowing in what others are doing, wondering why you didn't get all the same breaks? Are you looking in the, mirror, in the mirror every morning at your competition? Or are you unwilling to take yourself on? The battle is not the market. The battle is with you, and it starts between your ears. Have you committed, finally, to a better, higher version of yourself? And once you commit to you versus you, your business and life will start to change magically before your eyes. It's not a question of if, but a matter of when. But let me warn you, you are in the battle of your life. I mean, we're talking years and decades, not days and weeks. I am committed to providing the how you need to commit to making you the competition. If you don't, you will most likely be faced with your own real estate heart attack at some point. 
It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. The universal law of cause and effect states that for every effect, there is a definite cause. Likewise, for every cause, there is a definite effect. Your thoughts, behaviors, and actions create specific effects that manifest and create your life as you know it. What do you wake up, what do you wake up thinking about every morning? Start there. Take on that goal. Take on that problem. There are simple clues out there peppering you every day. Are you listening? In the end, it's your efforts that lead to your success. You have to be, you have to be, you have to commit to being consistent. The hard work when no one else is watching. You know what I'm talking about. Some of you have been avoiding yourself. And when you see yourself in the mirror, you cross the street to avoid yourself and you know it. The battle is you versus you. That house that I was standing in in, February, in that February, February morning of 2008, it was a house that I had built for my family just a few years earlier. Looking back, I feel extremely best, blessed for that experience. I would not be who I am today without 2007 to 2010. And in the end, that house actually built me. Have a good day, everyone.
Well, I've been sitting here all day I've been sitting in this waiting room And I've been waiting on my friends Yes, I'm waiting on this conference call All alone And I'm on hold 